We're going to finish Torah Samach Dalet. And really, like, I'm really inviting you to bring up anything, you know, to that you've been wondering about or it's extra interesting to you here. Started already relating it up to the verse. Yeah, we just have a little bit left. Um, uh, really just have a little bit left. Right, this whole Torah was based on the Pasuk Bo El Paro, the beginning of Parshas Bo. A few psukim there about coming to Paro. And then here, I think we got up to this point here. Zeva Yavo Moshe Paro. Moshe went to greet Paro. We saw last time that um, Paro uh, is also a term for Bittel. Um, don't cause people to not do their work, said Paro himself. His name, Paro in Hebrew, Lafria. Bittel. So the word paro means on this like a very high heavenly way of reading the verse. It's a reference to the empty space that we've been speaking about. So Vayava Moshe Paro, Moshe went to Paro, and he said Hashem's words of that he was a messenger to say, Hinani mevi machar arbe bigvulecha. Tomorrow I shall bring locusts uh in your within your borders right and such amazing how Rabbeinu reads this machar the word machar means the great tomorrow with these psukim here in Pasha's bow uh and it's 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 fitting because Pasha's bow is the Pasha that has in it the actual exodus has in it mamish the actual yetzias mitzrayim is there Right, and the opening verses sound like it's just part of the story uh, about the the plague of locusts, just one of the plagues. About Gavalt, uh, Rabbi Nachman says it's Mamish, the great tzaddik, approaching the empty space and saying that tomorrow, the great tomorrow. The great tomorrow. The word Chazal used the word Machar tomorrow to to apply to the time of Alam Haba when we will receive our reward. Machar lekabel sachar. Erev in Chafbet. Bechinas va'ansa bitzid kasi biyom Machar. Another place, even in Chumash. Uh, let's look at that for one second. I forgot who's talking there. Um, Yaakov talking to Lavan, right? Remember, Yaakov made these deals with Lavan in terms of which sheep he would take away. He says, kasi machar." My so here's just it's, it's, the pshat is not that Yaakovin was talking. I don't think about Olam Haba, but he's saying, "My righteousness will answer for me tomorrow when you'll see that the only." 
sheep that I take are the ones that I rightfully learned according to our deal, the speckled sheep, the brown, the, the, stra- the, mute, the mutant sheep, the strange looking sheep, right? I will come to my reward, right? So he says, Rabbi Nachman, and here this side is Rabbi Nachman, it's the aspect. Bechina is a very big word. We spoke about it already in the Kutim Iran. The aspect. It's a, It's an aspect. It evokes the concept of receiving reward in the next world. Yaakov's saying, you know, tomorrow, but you see, he's also there. He does not literally mean tomorrow. It's going to take many, many months even I think a few years, I think it was, it took, a, 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 I forgot exactly how many years, but it was a, a number of years of breeding the sheep until he created whole flocks of the speckled and brown and uh, striped uh, sheep. I, I was going to, I was going to ask, we say, you know, that we learned that he changed his wages a hundred times. Yes. And yes. so I was wondering, you know, what, the, what's the gestation period of a, sheep or a goat to be able to change so many times you know <laughs> right no they changed the deal in their discussion um uh they didn't start breeding the sheep until after they finally uh reached their deal but then from then on once he was it was finally it was like okay only these like very specific mutant strange colors they finally was like you know up against the wall with the the, the least possible chance and it says so for for love and it sounds like okay uh, you know, if only you'll take that deal. Like, until finally for 11, it was the sweetest possible deal from his side, from his perspective. He didn't know Yaakovinu had the Kodesh Baruch Hu and the Malachim, etc., working for him. Um, but he also says, like, tomorrow I'll get my reward. And here he also de- means tomorrow in a greater sense than, you know, 24 hours from now. Um so it's a similar usage of the term machar in Chumash. Okay, so that's the machar is the aspect just like Yaakov got his reward and his payment uh, in, on a tomorrow that was not immediate, that was a greater sense of tomorrow, the future. So so to we um, the the machar that Moshe Rabbeinu spoke about, it contains, this Dibur Teparo is like the key, it's like a, a statement about the Mamish, the redemption of all of humanity, Mamish incredible. Because then what's going to happen, we will then understand. Right? What we've been saying is that the Chal Hapanui this empty space is Rabbi Nachman said at the beginning of the Torah. You have to say about it two things that there's no godliness there, but also there is godliness there because there's no right, and it's Mamish a paradox, and there can be no understanding of it. And that's what in a way makes this Torah so important in terms of what Breslov, what Rabbeinu is, and the kind of makes what makes it unique to my mind in terms of what I've ever seen in the world of Torah thinkers, and I mentioned this before, I have to say it again, is this affirmation of the experience of really not being able to find Hashem. 
and really not having words, really not having words, not having any place of understanding and, uh, you know, just being real about that, that, that uh, that's part of the experience of life. Uh, a lot of Sfarim or kind of schools of thought, almost every, pretty much all, every other school of thought that I've encountered outside wrestle, it kind of makes you feel like, okay, but if you really were on the level, you know, if there's something that you're not, if you're not able to find Hashem, means there's something wrong with you in some kind of a way. Um, you just need more improvement, then you'll be able to. But for Rabbeinu, <clears throat> this is, it just comes with the territory of existing, right? Like, uh, it just comes with the territory um, of being a human being. And there's work that needs to be done to learn how to jump over that empty space. To have, like we've been learning about to have the amuna, um, and to do the kind of work that is not, completely non-intellectual. It's not so, like it's not like if I could just have that. We don't have that understand. That's the whole kind of definition of the difference between olam hazeh and olam haba. Is olam hazeh we don't have that understanding. But when there's a redemption, when there's a redemptive reality, when 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 it's time for us to understand it, then we will understand it. It will be a whole that understanding itself will be the receiving of the reward. How it could really be that in truth, there really is godliness. And at the same time. Uh, it's an it's a place that a space that Hashem emptied out for us to have the dignity of our lives to have the process to not have everything done for us and everything worked out already. This is this is the place where our free choice could be. One day we will have that understanding. This understanding itself is the receiving of the word reward. The main thing of what it means to receive reward in the next world, to have these graspings, these ability to grasp that presence of Hashem in a way that was mamish impossible to grasp in this world. Right, this world. Right, like we said that um, we, we we've mentioned, I don't remember if it's in this year or other year, that the word ta'am in Hebrew means taste and it also means reason. Like to understand the ta'am of uh, something is mean like you're tasting it, you enjoy it, right? That's this is what uh, you know when you have a taste for Mishnah, a taste for Gemara, a taste for Medrash, a taste for Chasidus. You you ta- you literally, it's it's a it's a delight. Uh, in the understanding itself, right? That is, that delight is very, very important. That's the, what, what really connects us to Torah. That's what really makes it so live and, and so real. <clears throat> um, but in terms of Akarash Baruch there's always something while we're in this world, there's always something that eludes that. We can't quite delight in Hashem like we want to because there's the sense uh, 
kind of a sense of abandonment, a sense of where is Hashem, you know, big, huge things like the Holocaust and, 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 and smaller things within our own lives, like, like heavy disappointments or dead ends or things that I've just, I keep trying and trying to do something, I can't find it, I can't get it, I can't. Um, but the effort that we put in uh, like Shlomo talked to us also a lot about longing to be longing for Hashem from 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 within that emptiness, um, to be there for each other. Like I spoke about the Gemara and Brachas that says, the main reward we get for going to house of mourners for the silence, the sign just sharing in the silence, being being in that place of not of no words. Um, and this is the huge chizuk we get from the tzaddikim who go into those places, um, into those um, forms of human inquiry, some of which having to do with, like we said, ethical things like the death of Rabbi Akiva and how could it be? Um, uh, or other kinds of philosophic wonderings that are not only reserved from fancy philosophers, like Rabbi Nachman says in other places, even, even small children, Philosophize. They 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 wonder oh, how could it be bad things happen to good people. They 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 even little children. Not just like there's not just like a a highfalutin intellectual thing to have philosophical questions on God. We all kind of have it in our own kind of half baked ways and and so on and so forth. And uh, and we hit that ends. And the tzaddik goes there too and gives us strength for just by being in it and by sending us. A melody, like we learned about earlier in the Torah, right? The melody, the song uh, of of faith. And that melody is not something that's understandable. We can already kind of give us a uh, a sense of tremendous strengthening, a sense of effort, and that it's worth it to put effort into life. A sense of hope, um, and a sense that the tzaddik really gets it. Like even, even just learning this Torah itself is like connecting to the song of Rabbi Nachman, that he gets it. He understands that there are questions that have no answers. He really understands there are things that really only silence is appropriate for. And just by talking, learning about the concept of a song of faith, you can kind of hear it already. Just by, uh, this, the, the, you can hear this, amazing kind of camaraderie presence care that just cuts cuts through all the barriers is like you know we're here in this we're in the human condition but we can know in the most amazing deep way that is beyond you can't delight in it because it's not the kind of knowing that our minds that any language can yet relate to it's still silent you know, music is that place that's in between speech and silence, right? So music can can kind of uh, connect us to that place. That ultimately, ultimately, it's the silence itself where we can have that connection. It's just that right now, uh, that connection is tasteless. It's not. It's not yet the reward that that will be when we will be able to just delight in the amazingness that there's God and who's everything and fills everything and he made space 
for creatures, for creations to exist, um, uh, will one day be able to just rejoice in that um, uh, and, and, and delight in the, in the, you know, that, that just when you think about what life is, what reality is, you know, now it's like a platitude that like, um, you know, uh, what's the purpose of life? You know, like, it's almost like a platitude, like that there is no like clear answer to that, you know, like uh, people say, oh, it's, you know, love or, you know, that whatever. I mean, religious people say, uh, faith and connection, but um, um, it's something that, uh, you know, uh, the purpose of life that, that, that it, it, we don't have words for it just just yet. Uh, you can say words, you know, you can say it's, it's to, 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 do, uh, to, to, to connect, to connect to Hashem. But what we need is a chizuk that is beyond all words. We need that melody. Uh, we need that tremendous strengthening in the place of the languageless experience uh, of just being that, we, that, that affirms that place and says, you can keep on keeping on and we're going to do this and it's worth it. And it's going to be, there'll be this great song, there'll be, it will be. Um, the Az Yedu, then we will know that the and here's so amazing I think what he does with the word for locust arbe locust right that the the empty space itself is the aspect of a locust similar to how so like the snail whose uh, clothing is made of himself. Right, as is brought in all the Kabuva Kolsi for Kabbalah, this is the secret of the Khal Hapanoi. So, so too, the, the Arbe, the locust, has like an exoskeleton, right? Like it has like it's, it, it, uh, so the locust is that, that thing where the clothing is it itself. Levush, a clothing, the idea of the constriction of Hashem is that he like put on. A clothing that like blocks his light, that 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 that, that uh, makes it much smaller and smaller and smaller, so it doesn't take up all the space. To this aspect of the clothings, yavinu shehumi neyubei, that 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 it is through shal yadai. Well, we will be able, we will come to understand that the Chalhaponoi, which is the aspect of clothing, we will understand that it is he himself, that the clothing and the king are one, that the that the the blockages, the the hidings. It's all really him. That truly there is godliness there. And yet even so, that godliness itself is the aspect of a clothing, is the aspect of the constriction, the empty space. Um, uh, it's also like a very related to the Indian of Purim, right? Uh, Mamish, what happens in Purim? We dress up, right? We dress up, but we love it because why? Because we know it's really you, right? It's an amazing thing. 
you got these clothings, but it's really you. And it's the same thing. The story of the McGill doesn't have Hashem's name in it. He's hidden, but the story is him. It's all him, right? The Purim is the closest we have to real Olam Haba. Shabbos is like Me'ein Olam Haba. Purim is like, I mean, Reb Nassim writes in one place, that Purim is more than just Me'ein Olam Haba. It's Mamish Olam Haba. <laughs> you still have to be drunk enough to connect to it. But Purim is like Mamish it itself. Mamish the thing itself. Um, uh, and, it, and it's Mamish exactly like, it, like everything that, that, that this is about, right? They had such a lack, they thought they were all going to die, they were so freaked out, they had such a, and then, haha, like realizing, wow, the whole thing, Haman himself, he gets so drunk, he can't tell the difference between Mordechai and Haman, because Haman himself is an expression of godliness, the whole thing is all love, every aspect, every detail of the story, every word, every every nuance, um, uh, is, uh, is Mamish this, 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 this one great song, and Purim, we get the closest we can to like, kind of understand we get drunk to the point that we don't know like we have to get rid of the consciousness of this world you know it, it, I, this is an amazing thing i once heard uh from rav uh rav uh, ephraim um rav waxman he's uh he's a great teacher from muncie one of the great thinkers of our generation he pointed out that ad delo yada right until you don't know, right? How drunk is supposed to get ad delo yada. So if you take the letters, the, the beginning letters is ad is ayin dalid yud, right? Which is actually backwards yada, right? <laughs> well, meaning we're getting so drunk till we don't know, meaning we get rid of the uh, way we think now. But what comes down to us on Purim is a kind of a knowing that is like the future knowing, right? yada. Amish amazing. Amish amazing. <clears throat> he says, yedu, then we will know, right? And this is this aspect, and gets back to that pasuk from Yaakovina with Lavan, the ansabitsid kasi machar, my righteousness will answer for me. Tomorrow, he's saying we can also take that verse and really say, not just that it's figuratively, that it's similar, because he uses the word machar for something bigger than machar, but that it, it could also be learned in this high heavenly way as talking about mamish olamaba. So tzid kasi, the word tzid kasi itself is also the aspect of levushin, bechinas levushin, bechinas tzedek lavashti, that uh, th- th- there's 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 an aspect of, in an eel, let's look at that for a second, that I am enclosed with righteousness. Ah, uh, yeah. So this, who's talking here? It's E of talking about being born or coming into the world. And he says, I've my whole life, I have dressed myself up with tzedek, with righteousness. Radafti, Rashi says, Acharei HaTzedek. Hu nimtza li kemeil v'tzanif shem tachshitim na'im ken haya mishpati na'ev etahor. So Eov is, is uh, what happens in the book of Eov is, right, you remember this is a very wild story that the, the, the Satan, the uh, uh, accusing angel in Shabbayim says, says, Hashem, give me, give me Eov to... Uh, to bother him, and uh, 
and make his life tough, even though he's been so righteous his whole life. And Hashem gives him, it's, it's a whole unbelievable story. Hashem says, he'll never get, he'll keep his emunah in me and so on. And he has all these horrible sufferings. And then his friends come and give him sort of philosoph long philosophic kind of speeches about how to relate to the, to the to bad that's happening to him. And by the end, Eov speaks up himself and, and, and he says, this is towards the end, chapter 29. And he says, look, I, my whole life, I've been mamish good, right? Really, my, I've been so good. I've dressed myself with righteousness my whole life. And so my, my judgment should also have come out really only nice and pure and, and, and good, right? So that's Pashat Pashat in the Pasuk. But Rabbi Nachman just zeroing in on the idea that tzedek, that's it's, uh, right, tzedakar, tzidkus, righteousness, charity, goodness, justice, are it can also be called a clothing, right? Tzidkasi machar bechines levushim bechines tzedek levashi as v'yom machar sheakibul sachar yizgal esod bechines levushim. So when Yaakov said to Lavan, it's not just Yaakov talking. It's an expression of Hashem about how Hashem's own Levushim, his tzedakah, which are his Levushim, because that's the greatest giving that he did was to make space for us. Right? The greatest act of loving, we said it from the beginning of this story, Hashem wanted to show his compassion to others. And therefore, he created the empty space. We're going to be... So, that my levushim, in the next world, the, the great tomorrow, capital T, when we will have the reward and the receiving of the, of the reward for our actions, then there will be revealed the great secret of clothings, meaning of Hashem's enclothement, this aspect of the constriction of the empty space, because then will be revealed, if you remember that was this Pasuk that Rabbi Nachman brought for the song of Emuna, the very beginning of Emuna, that place of the highest, highest faith in Hashem. That uh, the, the Pashib Shad in, in Shir Shirim is you, you will come and sing from the head, the top of the mountain that's called Amana, which is like on your way into Eretz Yisrael, Rashi says, that when we come back, we'll sing to Hashem there. Rabbi Nachman said it's talking about Mamish, that unbelievable thing, that, that ultimate song of the very beginning and the root of all of faith. That when that song erupts in the world, and Mamish, everyone hears it. It's gonna, it's gonna get us right in the kishkas. Everybody's just gonna realize that my, my, my very experience of existence itself is and always was and always will be uh, uh, a connection with a benevolent, loving Creator. Mamish, the whole way through, unbelievable. That through this, all of the uh, questions and issues the Chalapani will be nullified when that song comes in and is really sung, our whole intellectual 
state will also be upgraded such that we'll be able to taste intellectually the reality of this, that Hashem is, it's, a, it's all Hashem's tzedakah, it's Hashem's love, charity, goodness, justice, is the very emptiness itself is the deepest love. Mamish amazing. And then this is just so incredible. The word arbe, like we said already, that the, the, the term arbe, it refers to something with an exoskeleton whose clothing is himself. <clears throat> but it's also an unbelievable Rosh Tevos acronym, which is incredible. Look here for a second at the Pashib Shat. Here, this is uh, Elihu speaking back to Eov after Eov's. Um, can you go? Yeah. To, can you go to share screen? Oh my gosh! Is it not? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I just okay. thought I thought it was okay. on share screen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know this is a perfect perfect place. Perfect place. Yes. Good. Here we go. Um, uh, so Achen Ruachu Enosh Venishmas Shakai Tavinim. So the Pashib Shad is Elihu speaking back to Eov. This is after verse after chapter 29 that we saw already where Eov spoke back, and now we have a response from Elihu is one of the friends. Rashi says, Hachokma Loya de Yamim Vizikna El Ruach Hamakamhu. Rashi says this Ruach says, uh, says, right, that Elihu speaks up and says, I had thought that it's the days that speak and the, and the many of years that, that cre- bring a person chokhmah, that brings a person wisdom. But no, it's a ruach in a person that, that, that brings them their, uh, their wisdom, right? A ruach from Hashem, right? Ruach hamakom, hamakom is God, right? The, the Ruach of Hashem that is what gives us our wisdom, right? So he's talking about what it means to have real wisdom. It's still like in the simple shot, it's back in the context of this back and forth about how to interpret uh, Eov's suffering. And Elihu is saying, I thought the older you get, the wiser you get, but it's not really so. You need a real gift from Hashem to be able to understand, to be able to have real wisdom in life. And Rabbi Nachman here is learning it unbelievable. And like the celestial level, he's saying, it's a Rosh Achen means indeed, right? Let's look, actually look at that. I'm sure the Matsudas will probably bring about the. Be'emes, like indeed, I see now, right? That there is ruach within a person, right? The simple pasha shot of the words of achen ruach hu be'enosh, you know, is is that indeed there is spirit within man, right? Uh, so Rabbi Nachman says, what does that mean? That's the aspect of the song, bechinas negina shu bechinas ruach. This is the aspect of a song, of a melody, which is, literally carried through through the air, right? When we sing, it's it's air. Um, meaning that then in the great future, that great nigun and song 
of the head of faith, meaning the very root of faith itself, will be sung. And through that, all heresy will just be completely nullified. Even though, even those questions and those deep things that have no answer, even they will be answered by this melody, right? But what, what strikes me here, and Rabbi Nachman said, you know, that he gives us a full license to interpret his Torah, you know, this way and that way, even if we, even if, even if. He wants us to try to get to what he meant by it. But he said, even if you don't, if you stay within the words of what I wrote and you try to hash it out and get to the, what you can get from it, it's still good and worth it. <sighs> to me, this thing, achen ruach enosh, really speaks so deeply to what we're talking about. Because what's kind of at the root of the idea of the empty space? The best of my understanding But on the ethical and even on the philosophical side of the questions that have no answer, what's lying at the kind of heart of it all, of the unanswerableness of it all, is this profound sense of abandonment that that that, that we, we like. On the one hand, deep within that sense of abandonment itself is an idea that I belong to some greater mamish God, like I belong, I should have a sense of this amazing loving presence with me all the time. I should really, mamish, not be abandoned, right? We have a bone to pick from like the moment that we cry. The psychologists talk about birth trauma, that the, 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 even being born is traumatic, you know? It's like unbelievable. You have to like live that down. PTSD from being born, you know? It was so good in the womb. It's really true. It was gavaldic up there. Everything, everything cozy, everything, you know? food comes, you don't even have to chew, you know, <laughs> it's pumped right into your stomach, you go out, and now you have to get the bright lights, and, and, and cold, and, and crying, and, and go out, and, you know, and it's, everything is changing, strange, alien, what's going on here, right, mamish, you know, and it makes us doubt our own eternality, our own spark of godliness that's within us it makes us doubt is there a ruach within humanity it, uh, are we worth it right i think that's mama's at the core of the, all the philosophic issues of all the ethical issues deep down is you know and that's like this, the purpose of life thing that i talk about what's going on here there's like this unbelievable question of that and 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 the, the urgency of the question itself is because we know there's supposed to be something, something big, something total, something awesome and wondrous. And and and, and where is it? We're really asking, where is Hashem, right? But because you ask it and the question echo, we don't necessarily, it's hard. It's, if the, Rabbi Nachman says, when you really ask it deeply with all your soul, you'll be able to find Hashem through the very urgency of your question itself. That, it, that itself <clears throat> can mamish actually tune you into tremendous confidence and, and faith, right? But that's, in other words, what creates, the, the, the trouble is we don't really mamish say, where are you Hashem? Because we're already sure and we're, we're not, that, that we won't get an answer or that, so we walk around with these, 
heavy questions we, that we never speak out and we never and hiding at the bottom of all of that is am I important? Am I important? Do I have any ruach? Is there a real ruach from Hashem that's within me? Right? The ruach here is talking about heavenly ruach. The Rashi said like, is there ruach in me? Yeah, indeed, there is ruach within humanity. So amazing. That's the answer. That's what Arba is. That's the exoskeleton reality. That's the Purim costume reality. That's the, the answer to the whole thing is, indeed, you really are filled with ruach. There really is purpose to your existence. It's mamish that real and that good. It really is. Um, uh, that itself is the melody. The song is the song of our own importance. Mamish, that's how I understand it. The song of our own connectedness. That the empty space does not mean you're disconnected. You have a real ruach from Hashem. That's mamish mamish in you. Ah, yes. is one of the most exquisite and important Torahs in the Kutimran. And uh, wow, Yeshikach for sticking it through. Um, <laughs> any questions or thoughts before we finish up? No, no, no. That's uh, amazing, amazing, and you give it over wonderful, just amazing. Baruch Hashem, it's such a schus. It's a this is. Uh, you know, Baruch Hashem, years and years, and every time I learn it again, it's it's even that much deeper. You you brought out more of an understanding for me. I really appreciate so much. Thank you, huge shukoch, and Baruch Hashem. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Okay, so, so there there is a uh, Houston, Texas couple. They're about a month or two. Last 